Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Tani G. I'm your host, Tani G. We're in Chapter 4, Paragraph 24, Perak Dalad, Mishnah Chaf Dalad, here on the PAL and Ethics of the Fathers, Pirkei Avos, using the art school notes from Pirkei Avos on the bottom. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com, especially if you want those business cards about this show and the other show, OT Talk with Mr. T. Let's go. Shmuel Hakaton Omer. Shmuel Hakaton says, Bin Paul Oyevicha al Tismach. At the fall of your enemy, do not rejoice. Pause, look at the bottom. The notes say, This entire dictum is from the book of Proverbs. Shmuel Hakaton apparently was in the habit of quoting it when admonishing people. Side note, why does it say, Do not rejoice at the fall of your enemy. Why use the word enemy? It's interesting when we think about that word. What does it mean to have an enemy, to have someone who's against you? My dad used to say, or I don't know where I remember it, I thought it was from my dad, it might be, that there is no such thing as an enemy, just some people that you like a little less. If we had a way of looking at life in that lens, we could have a more peaceful, more harmonious culture and society and world at large. People use the word enemy very loosely and very often. When really a person who's likes you or doesn't make you happy or has different views than you, doesn't have to be your enemy. It could just be someone that you like a little less. If you view people that way, then maybe you could still have the dictum and understand the idea of loving every person like yourself. Sometimes you don't like yourself. Sometimes you don't love yourself. And sometimes you might like yourself a little less than other times, but you never really truly hate yourself like an enemy. So if we look at other people and we realize that they might be liked less than we like others, others, that might be a better way of looking at people. So we shouldn't, ha- we shouldn't have enemies and we shouldn't think of people as enemies and we wouldn't have to worry about following this type of advice and we wouldn't have to want our enemies, quote unquote, to fall and to be happy if they fall because we don't have enemies to begin with, just people that we like a little less. And even people that we like a little less, we don't want to see them fall. We don't want to see them fail. We want to see everybody succeed. We want everybody to be happy and the world could then be more harmonious. So let's keep that in heart at heart and to mind. Back to the Mishnah. And when he stumbles, let not joyous be your heart. Interestingly, on a side note, there's a verse that says, don't place a stumbling block before a blind person. And that's not literally to mean only a blind person. Obviously, don't put something in his waist so that he'll trip and fall. But it means in general, don't give a person bad advice. Don't tell someone something that will harm them or be bad for them. And we shouldn't be happy when they stumble. We shouldn't even let a person stumble and we shouldn't God forbid, force or make a person stumble. We should do what we can to be a good neighbor, to be a good friend, and to be a good person overall. So don't put stumbling blocks in front of people. Make sure not to let them stumble. Make sure to have ways that they don't stumble at all. And that could be in many different aspects. If you give a person a bad piece of advice and they invest in something and lose money, that is putting a stumbling block in front of them. If you tell someone to drive the wrong way to get to the destination, that's a stumbling block. If you tell someone to go to someone for advice who's going to give terrible advice, that's also putting a stumbling block. A stumbling block is metaphorical and figurative and literal all in one. It's what you have to do to watch out and what you have to do to talk to people a certain way, to give them the right advice, to give them the right pieces of 
talking and ways of interacting with them. And if you don't have the right way and you don't have the right things to say to them, steer them to the right people. Steer them to the people who are better equipped to deal with things. And it's nothing wrong with telling someone I don't know. I'm not the best person suited for this job. I'm not the best person suited for this advice. You should go to so-and-so. You should go to Yankel for the best CPA advice. You should go to Schmerl for the best Pick Elvis advice, or you can come to this show if you like it as well, or you could go to Maisha if you want to get the best deals. You know, there's different people who have different things who could teach you different things, and everybody has their talents, everybody has what they exceed and excel at and you should go to the right people and don't make them stumble but steer them in the right way if you feel like you're not the best person to help them out pen your adonai lest hashem see verab enav and it be displeasing in his eyes veheshiv may love apo and he will turn back from him his wrath and redirect it to you we've mentioned this before different times if you are happy with someone's downfall or if you rejoice when somebody falls god will take his attention from that person and turn it to you because you're supposed to deal with others as you want God to deal with you. If you want others to be happy, God will make you happy. If you want to help others, God will help you. It says do what you can to be like God. If God is compassionate, you should be compassionate. And when you become compassionate, it becomes a wonderful good cycle that God will bring it back to you. So you do good for others, God will do good for you. You help others, God will help you. You do charity for others and you're giving to others. You do loving kindness and kind deeds for others, God will will get it back to you. Anything you do is a pendulum that God will bring it back to you. So why not do the best you can for everyone you can, at all times you can, whenever you can, in the best ways you can, so God will get it back to you. There's a quote that I always mess up, but it's a, it's a famous quote. I see it in a lot of my schools I work in. It says, do all the good you can, whenever you can, as often you can, to all the people you can, in the best ways you can, with all the energy you can, or something like that. And that's what we're saying here. As much as you can do and you don't put stumbling blocks in front of people and you help people as much as you can it will come back to help you not to hurt you doing good for others will not come back to hurt you it will be good for you because God will come and do good for you as well he will remove stumbling blocks from you if you remove stumbling blocks from others if you make sure not to have others fall you make sure not to have enemies just to have people you like on different levels hopefully liking them in the best level possible then God will also like you in the best level possible and give you the rewards if you reward others god will reward you and then the world can be a happier better place join us next time as we continue in chapter 4 paragraph 25 here on the pal with tani g i'm your host tani g